Welcome to Church in the Basement, where we seek to see God more clearly and to live a life loving God and loving others. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the basement. Uh, We're heading into the weekend, and it's 4th of July. And before we get there, uh, I didn't want to tackle this, jump into John 11 and, and start processing through the amazing event that is the raising of Lazarus from the dead. Spoiler alert. Ha ha. Just spoiled it all for you. Um, We're heading into John 11 that is all about Lazarus and Jesus's interaction with Lazarus as many thought he was dead, but of course Jesus had other plans per usual. But before we get there, I just wanted to process through something. We, we've been talking a lot about the works of God, um, about how we get to partner in with his work of rescuing the world. And John 10 ends off at an interesting note. It says, when they, uh, uh, this is in verse 39, again, they sought to arrest him after Jesus said, made this statement, I am the son of God. Um, I and the, and the father are one. They sought to arrest him, but he escaped from their hands. And then it says, he went away across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing at first, and there he remained. And many came to him, and they said, John did no sign, but everything that John said about this man was true. And many believed in him there. And this just brings up the point that of sort of John's legacy, uh, the John the Baptist. And we've, at Encounter, we talked a lot about John the Baptist and how he was sort of the original Jesus freak, um, but he was a forerunner. He was to foretell, um, and he was even prophesied about in um, books like Isaiah. And so his existence was was very, very important. He was a, he was a forerunner um, for... Christ, he was there, his ministry was all about making way, preparing the road, however you want to phrase it. He was a preparer for Jesus's ministry, right? Um, and the Holy Spirit was heavily involved in that, um, you know, in his birth and, and that kind of a thing, not in the same way that Jesus was, but he was deeply uh, a part of ministry, of Jesus's ministry. So we see him mentioned here and in talking about all this work and that Jesus is doing and and how we need to rely on the work of Jesus, that it's not necessarily our work, like the pressure is off. It's not our work that, that rescues people. It is the work of God. And in the same sense, it's our words. And a lot of times I feel like we need to convince people we feel that way, that we need to convince people. Um, but I, I think I used this scripture before, um, maybe a week ago, maybe a few weeks ago. But it's, it's in Romans 10. And, and I find it really, really helpful um, in sort of understanding the task before us. It says here in verse 14 of Romans 10, it says, How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear 
without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us? So faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. That is so important to remember through the word of Christ. At this time, you know, during, during the ministry of Jesus, signs and wonders were being done by Jesus. And Jesus even sends out his disciples to perform signs and wonders. But we see here back in John 10, um, we're back there, keeping Romans 10 in, in our mind a little bit. Um, oh, that just connected for me. Romans 10, John 10. Wow. Um, so in verse 41, it says, and many came to him and they said, John did no sign. John did no sign. And I think a lot of times in ministry or, or just walking in the way of Jesus, um, we expect our lives to be filled with signs and wonders. You can click on YouTube and you see this like supernatural ministries and, and, you know, you hear stories of certain, um, evangelists going to Africa or even here in this country, like arms and limbs growing back. And we like that. We like the stuff that's tangible that you can see, that you recognize with your eyes. Um, it, like seeing people healed, it's, it's amazing and it's encouraging. But what we're learning from, from the gospel of John is it just, it, it's simply a, a pointer. It, it's like a compass and it points in the right direction and the right direction is Jesus, that it's his work. And John is a perfect example of, it says John did no signs, but everything that John said about this man was true. So was John doing the convincing? He, he was simply telling about this guy who was going to come. People couldn't believe in someone who had not come yet, right? But, but we're seeing here that even though there was no sign, John pointed to this man who was true. He was directing people's eyes, hearts, and minds to the coming Messiah. And many people believed in him there. That, that John went ahead and he said, our Messiah is coming, our Savior is coming, let me tell you about him simply pointing them to Jesus. And that that's where Romans 10 comes in. At the end of all this, talking about uh, preaching and people aren't going to hear or believe if, if they don't hear about who he is. But right at the end, it says, so faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. I think so many times I get caught up thinking, I need to convince people. It's my words that convinces people that Jesus is real and he's alive and he has so much to offer in who he is, that he is a reward and a prize and he fills us and he empowers us and life begins to happen when Jesus gets involved. But it's not my words. It's who God is. It's the word become flesh. It's the person of Jesus that convinces people it's the word of Christ that as Jesus lived and died and continues to live in us through his spirit, that is what does the convincing. And so the pressure is off. We are simply, just like John the Baptist, asked to point people to him, 
point people to Jesus, encourage people to look at Jesus. And Jesus does all the work. I love that. You know, I, I encounter so many people who are in ministry or even vocational ministry who, who feel like, man, am I doing ministry right? Am, am I doing it the right way or the wrong way? Am I doing enough? But can I just say, whether, whether you are in vocational ministry or you are just trying to live in, out the Great Commission or you're just, man, I just got to figure out how to walk in the way of Jesus, that all, all valid, like you need the Spirit of God to live life. There is no right or wrong way except for to trust in Jesus and trust in the work that he's doing in your life. I can't say it enough. The pressure's off. It's all on Jesus. And as you look at Jesus and you delight in Jesus and you spend time with Jesus, you open up the word that, that explains who he is and how he's gone to great lengths to rescue us and save us. Delight in that and let the person of Jesus, let, let the person of the Father, let, let the delight of the Holy Spirit living inside you transform you into the person that you were created to be. Be encouraged by that this weekend. Celebrate 4th of July. Be safe. And I love you guys. And I can't wait to talk to you next week. I'm really looking forward to it.